Welcome back, everybody, to We Talk Film. I am your host, as always, Barry, joined, as always, by Clayton. How are you doing, Clayton? Hey, Barry, I'm doing all right. I'm here. It's another podcast, another week. Uh, another, another week. Another episode. We're getting by. Yeah. Looking getting like by. Spike. Spike Spiegel over there. Got the hair flowing out. Looks it's like just, you had a rough night. It won't brush. Had a rough it's night. Every- <laughs> Oh no, it was great. It was a great night. Um but um before we get stuck into this episode, I would like to uh just just mention something that that's really cool and really means a lot to us because when this episode comes out, we're going to hit 400 total views on the podcast on Spotify. Wow. <laughs> so we're hitting that that's cheering. That's cheering, cheering, I guess. I guess that's cheering. That's cheering. Yeah, we're gonna hit... There's someone cheering. <laughs> we're going to hit 400 uh, listens. And our YouTube... Let's keep going. Keep going. Our YouTube audience... <laughs> Why are they screaming and running away? <laughs> <laughs> and our YouTube uh... Uh, channel's starting to kick off too. We're getting some views up there. Getting some 50, 50 yes, views on yes, some videos. Yes, we are. Not... It's picking up. We're, we're rich doing and all right. famous. We're... We're rich and famous soon enough, you know. Give it, give it ten years. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do this so... for ten years. <laughs> what are we doing this week, Barry? What are we doing this week, Clayton? We are talking Ooh. about one of the biggest shows that's come out in this past week. Um, that I have been waiting literally fifteen years for this show to be actually made. We are talking about the Ahsoka live action show. That's yeah. That's that's Clone Wars, <laughs> but you get it's the gist enough. of it. It's basically yeah. It's close enough. Close enough. I didn't have the time to you know get the theme for Ahsoka, even though the theme for Ahsoka is really cool because like old Japanese style cool. music they've done for it. So yeah. yes, yes, indeed. So do we have any news today, Clayton? Ooh, do you want to start off the news? Uh, yes, I'm glad that you mentioned that. He pressed the button. He did the thing. News week I did today. The thing. <laughs> our top story this week. This is perhaps the most important story that we've ever covered on the show. Um, this is the most exciting piece of news that I've ever read. I haven't, I don't know if you know this, Barry. It's the. It's insane. This story is going to blow everyone's minds, okay? Ryan Reynolds confirmed that Peter is returning for Deadpool 3. Oh my God. Yes! Oh my Rob gosh, Delaney's Peter is, Rob Delaney's coming back as Peter, the best goddamn oh character God. in any superhero film ever made. This I'm is, so glad we have Peter the, coming this back. This is the greatest news of the week. single greatest news. It. it is. It is it's great. It's going to be awesome. It, but it also, like, this movie's going to be so stacked. We're going to have Peter alongside, like, Magneto and, like, everyone oh, else. Oh, yeah. No, we're literally movie. going to have, like, everyone in this show by the sounds of it. <laughs> You sent me like a picture the other oh. day or whatever where I think it was just the entire Marvel <laughs> cast or whatever is going to appear yeah. in Deadpool 3. I'm saying at this point, why not? Just have it everyone just go me. absolute ridiculous with it. Oh my God. It's getting insane. But you know what else is insane, is. Barry? We got a couple of what delays. What else is insane? Some, some things got delayed um, this week. The uh, writer's strike is continuing to have an impact on the film industry, as specifically WB, Warner Brothers, have had to push some things back. Um, the big one, Dune Part 2, has been pushed from November 3rd all the way to March 15th next year, and that's that's devastating. Yes, that is devastating. Oh, yeah, man. I saw the news of that. I was like, why? What? No! 
But it's we annoying. knew oh, this man. was going to happen, and it's probably going to start happening to quite a few yes. other movies that are bound to come out and everything like that because of all the stuff still going on, and you got the big bosses still refusing to accept the terms and everything like that. So, you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other movie from Warner Brothers that has been confirmed to be delayed is Godzilla vs. Kong The New Empire, which is going to come out in April next year. I didn't know that was yeah. coming out. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I thought that like, was yeah. next year film anyway. So <laughs> yeah, same. It wasn't on my list, so I don't. I don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> I don't care. That's all right. Um, but also because Dune got delayed, there's rumors that the Marvels might move up a week or two, so we might get to watch that a bit sooner than Ooh. sooner than we would have. And then we can and, see um, if it's just as bad as Secret Invasion. Yeah, uh, well, we'll see. Because that that um, because June got pushed back, that frees up a lot of IMAX cinemas, which I think they're going to push yeah, for that because yeah. there won't be anything other IMAXy movies at that time. So that's cool. Um, do do do. Speaking of cool, this is what this is a story that I know you'll love. Uh, Zack Snyder, your best friend in the entire world. He, yes, he announced such an amazing recently man. on a on a little talk that he would really like to make a Gears of War movie. If he could adapt, and also game. Halo, and also Halo, and also Halo, but specifically <laughs> the Gears, specifically movie. Gears, yeah, specifically Gears, right? Because the the creator of the Gears of War video game said, "Go for it. I'd love to see it on one condition." Can Can you guess what that one condition that he said was? Zack Snyder <laughs> makes it. <laughs> Oh, he said Zack Snyder can make it on the condition that Dave Bautista play Marcus Fenix in it. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like yes. that's a certain... If you're going to make a oh, Gears yeah. of War film, you have to have Dave Bautista as Marcus Phoenix. Tell me about um, it. His shoulders just, yeah. alone give him that role. Yeah, especially <laughs> with like, the armor and everything. they got to have to like oh, put yeah. on him as well. And like just... That'd be awesome. Massive, guys. They're massive. But, yes, it was only get a Dave matter Bautista. of time. Yeah, it was only a matter. Well, of time that's the thing we as well. Gears movie because do you know who owns the movie rights to Gears of War? Ooh, oh, ooh. Uh, is it Warner Brothers? No, Netflix does. No. Oh, okay. Netflix have yeah. not done anything with that license. Why do they have that? <laughs> no, they have not. They purchased what? it. I'm not sure when, but um, yeah, they oh. actually have the license to it. And since Zack Snyder's making that's a whole true. bunch of stuff for Netflix. Why not? Oh. Let him have it. Let's do it. Let's oh, make it happen. After Rebel Moon, yeah. Oh, after he's done Rebel hey, Moon. Hey Zach, give me a sure. call. I'll be in, I'll be in Gears of War. I'll be in one of the Carmines, but it'll just be reoccurring because you know they <laughs> die in every single game. I'll be one yeah. of the guys that dies. I'll be like I'll get like one scene. <laughs> nice. So cool. I'm not buff and bald, so, cool. so I don't live. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'll get buff and bald. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But um, speaking of Zack Snyder, we got an, a really good trailer for Rebel Moon, um, that showed off yes, everything did. a part of this movie. And this movie has got me hyped. There's everything from steamy lightsabers to Star Wars with sex. It's it's yep. insane. Yep. It looks. Really it's basically good. yeah. What well, was it? That the tagline for us is Star Wars with sex, violence, and um. <laughs> I think like all um, the other and stuff things. like that. Yeah, yeah, all the other sorted things. Um, but oh yeah, God. no, I am very much looking forward to these part one and part two of these films. Yeah, and seeing where it goes. And um, there's also apparently going to be a R-rated director's cut of both of them as well. 
So, you know. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, get, I, I guess that's just going to combine them together. I don't know if the trailer was showing bits from both parts or that was just the first part. Yeah, I, I think probably only just the first part. Um, yeah. Maybe like certain parts yeah. of part two, potentially. I, Look, I think we have it to was wait a lot. and find out. It, it was, was a lot. lot. In that There's a lot so, going on. I don't know, man. I totally forgot that like, Charlie Hutton was in it as well. And I'm Everyone, just like, that's yeah. right. He's in it. Like everyone's in it. He's got Anthony Hopkins in it. Yeah, man. Like, wow. It looks really good. Oh, it looks really good. Um, oh, and this next story doesn't look good because uh, Disney, Uh-oh. Disney are looking to make a live-action Tangled uh, remake. Uh, ah, a movie yes, that yes. Doesn't need a remake. But, um, it doesn't need a remake. Well, a live-action remake. Baz Luhrmann is apparently their top choice to direct the film. I, I don't know. It feels like that That's would be a, a very, odd. very different style to what Tangled is. I mean, Tangled was just kind of this yeah. fun take on Rapunzel. I don't know. Maybe Basil set like Tangled two in like modern day, and they're gangsters or something. That could be cool. <laughs> that could be cool. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Hair, it depends if Baz Luhrmann is doing like his own interpretation of it. Then, like, I, I might be interested. But I think this is going to be like a, a straight live action remake, like what they've been yeah. doing with every one of their yeah. properties because even Tell um me about it. what's his name the guy that voiced flynn in it shazam oh I forget his name uh, yeah zachary, zachary levi zachary levi yeah um yeah he's like get me in it like if you got to make it a live action version yeah just put me in it like i was the guy that voiced flynn <laughs> so yeah yeah um that that was the talks is apparently it's rumored that florence Pugh would play uh rapunzel and then yeah zachary Pugh. levi would come back as okay. flynn so I'm I'm sure I'm not gonna watch it unless it's weird or different no. in some wacky yeah, way. Yeah, but I don't really care. Sure, it's a paycheck no, for Mr. No. Old Baz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, for sure. Man. And Disney as well; they'll make a shit ton of money off it, like they always do with their movies. Yeah, I don't know how they make so much money out of these shitty movies because kids <laughs> go to see it, and kids are oh. just like, "Wow, mommy, look at that!" And then they buy the toys mm. and all the merchandise and and everything. Yeah. Speaking works, of stupid kids going to see stupid movies. <laughs> kids going to see stupid movies. <laughs> All right. This last this is the last story for tonight. Uh it's about the Marvels. Um the MC the director of the Marvels has come out with another statement. Uh we, we mentioned last time that she was kind of mad about something. I can't even remember what it was. Um <laughs> she wanted she wanted to make it different to other MCU films but it didn't sound like that's what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. But this yep. statement I don't know how to feel about this statement either cuz it's like it I see what she's doing. It's good, but it doesn't sound like the movie's going to be good from this statement at all. So she came oh, out and said no. She came out and criticized the MCU multiverse saying that she's not a fan of how they've changed it from the comics. Um, and she finds it stressful and confusing to know what she can and can't do in this world. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like, you've already made the movie. Why are you confused? Yeah. That's not a good sign. <laughs> Maybe this is her way of just like attacking um, Disney. So when the movie comes out and it's going to be god awfully crap, most likely, she's like not going to get the blame for it. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I I don't think Marvel directors really have that much say in the final product, especially um I think first time Marvel directors like her, and yeah, coming out and criticizing this stuff before your movie's even out, it's not a really good PR thing. Like I don't think Disney are gonna get you back. 
Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Very fun. Uh, Very but Disney's fun. like, yeah, absolute mess at the moment anyway, and we've talked about it oh, many yeah. times on multiple podcasts. Uh, make sure and go and watch, uh, I think it was the Secret Invasion one. Um, the uh, season yeah. finale when we talked about that was when we talked about like comic book films and, and the way of the MCU mm-hmm. and stuff like that um, so if you haven't listened to that one audience make sure to go back and listen to that one um, we also had or special watch guest it. Ben watch it on our YouTube yeah, yeah watch on the YouTube as well you know the director's yeah, cuts our, I think there would be more our talk faces. In see all our faces of our and Boba glory. Fett and Boba Fett was there that's true and Boba <laughs> Fett was there that's right uh yeah okay so I, I, oh man i didn't find a wacky story this week i couldn't find any. no I'm wacky so sorry, story Barry. well that's all right no clayton because you know what i'm still hyped i'm still elevated i'm still ready to rock and roll because we watched Ooh. ahsoka the first two episodes yeah. of ahsoka have released on disney plus mm-hmm. after many years of waiting for the show to finally be made um, well, the, I think the original creator, or well, the original creation of this old character, is like 15 years old this year, or something yeah. as well, because it's been 15 years since the start of Clone Wars, or since Clone Wars came out. Wacky, very wacky. Wacky man, like that's I was 10 when that came out. Like, oh damn. shit! <laughs> I was a young boy. Well, I I would have been like five or something then. Yeah, you're younger. <laughs> younger so it's like yeah three quarters three quarters of my life i've watched clone wars so seeing the ahsoka show is definitely definitely um just just something surreal about a about this becoming a thing and becoming like one of the greatest star wars shows to come out of disney barry why don't you take it away and tell us what you thought about this show I know so you we'll start it. with a recap of the first episode, which is called Part One Master and Apprentice. So Ahsoka returns from the continuation of The Mandalorian. Oh, no, Book of Boba Fett. That's right. That's what yes, she was in Boba last. Fett. I totally forgot about that. Boba Fett. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, basically, this is a continuation of the Star Wars Rebels animated series that's essentially what it is and it's kind of like these first first two episodes were a recap of that um so yes basically what happens is ahsoka coming from season two of the mandalorian where she first appeared and Mm -hmm. she fought morgan's character in that because she was on the hunt to try and find where admiral thrawn is because basically mm. this is the big bad guy they're trying to set up for the Star Wars universe at the moment. Yeah. Um, because Blue Thrawn, Thanos. Blue Thanos, essentially, um, <laughs> yeah, is Thanos. probably one of the best villains, if not the best villain in all of Star Wars. Like, coming Hell, from Darth the books. Vader. Okay, oh, yeah, Darth the Vader. Books, and, and then Thrawn. Yeah. And then definitely. also, like, in the Rebels show. Like, he, he's scary, man. Because that's the thing. Like, he's just like, um, he's not, like, necessarily bad. But he's just like in between, and that's what makes him more terrifying. <laughs> he's so smart. He's just so yeah. like above everyone else in terms of just he yep. he plans for everything. He knows everything. He's just such a smart, formidable foe, and he doesn't have any force powers or anything, which makes the fact that nope. he's such a scary threat that much more impressive. And it's oh <laughs> yes, and you know what's concerning when you've got a night sister and two like dark jedi i guess trying to find this guy because he's oh yeah 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 it's okay. insane 
Yes, getting Barry. there. We're, get, we're get, getting getting ahead. Sure. Getting ahead of things. I haven't talked about the Night Sisters yet. This is the whole thing. <laughs> oh, you got, yeah, Barry's taking okay. so many. So notes let's start. Let's, let's start you. from the yeah. So many, so many notes. So let's start from the beginning, Clayton. The first episode. This is the first time I think since Last Jedi or something we've actually had red credits. So all the animations oh. and everything like that for the first episode yeah. were all red. Um. So like all the Star Wars the Lucasfilm logo. I think last it. Oh, I don't think it did. Maybe, maybe it was this. But um, yeah, this is the first time in a long time. Well, for a TV show anyway, Star Wars TV show. We've actually had screen crawls. Screen crawls are back. Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was. I loved it. It was good, and it was yeah, basically recapping the events of Star Wars Rebels and where Ahsoka is at the moment. She's trying to hunt down um information on how to find Thrawn because he obviously disappeared at the end of the Rebels TV show yep. with Ezra Bridger, who was basically a Jedi during that time um or drew rebels that you do follow and um yeah he basically sacrificed his life to save everyone against Thrawn. and that battle um from rebels is somewhat they tied it in so like they won the war against the empire because of getting rid of um Thrawn. like yeah. it's the whole canon thing essentially because yeah if they didn't have like if the oh, Thrawn yeah. was still there the empire would have won essentially so <laughs> Yeah, that sounds um, about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. But sounds yeah, so basically right. we have a similar opening to the first episode, very similar to Phantom Menace. I, I which was going to introduce to Balin Skull, played by the late Ray Stevenson, who recently well, passed away a few months ago now. Yes. Um, that's why it's at the end of the show, fun. we actually have um, for Ray at the end of it. And mm -hmm. um, introduced to his apprentice, Shin Hati. Um, played by Ivana Sakano. Um, so yeah, they're basically master and apprentice. Um, and yes, this is the first time in a long time, um, well, after the fall of the Empire, where they go to this ship. It's like an old Admiral Akbar ship. I forgot their species yeah, names it, and stuff like that. It was like a that. Mon Calamari cruiser of some Mon kind. Calamari cruiser, that's right. And then, yeah, the like commander for that. It like class or an MC-7. MC-80 class. <laughs> I don't know my ships. <laughs> Home one. A trap. Um, it was. But yeah, basically, no, 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 no. it was a trap because, yeah, they invade with an old Jedi clearance coded, an old Jedi space shuttle, and they turn out they're not Jedi at all. Um, oh. And they basically completely massacre the entire crew because they're there to free um, Morgan Elsbeth, um, who's basically, yeah, like you said, the Night Sister, who was in mm. season two of Mandalorian, um, the one that Ahsoka that's fought against. That's the thing. Did we know that she was a night sister in Mando? No, or was that a, they only introduced it so. in this. Yeah, yeah there was felt, no because um, yeah. But the funny thing is about that though, there was this theory video of when season two of Mandalorian came out of this low level YouTuber who didn't have like a lot of views or whatever <laughs> actually did a theory video that she was a night sister and was related to Thrawn, just going off oh. season two of Mandalorian. Look how correct okay. that guy was. <laughs> oh, if you're hearing us, that um, guy, come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, come on the podcast. I forget the Where YouTube channel. Are. Um, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, basically, um, yeah, we see um, Balin Skull and Shin Hardy take down um, the Republic and the cruisers and everything like that. And he goes, like, Balin goes full Darth Vader hallway style, like Rogue One style, and mm. just massacres everyone. Yeah, this scene was brutal. Um, it, yeah. it very much felt it like the was. opening it of the Phantom Menace. 
<laughs> she was like, Master, the negotiations were short. And he's like, yes, because we killed everyone. And then, yeah, they take over the ship. They free the night sister yep. lady. And then all of a sudden, yep. we're in Ahsoka's world again, where she's journeying across a little temple planet. Barry, can you tell us Yeah, she's that? on a little, 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 little tiny temple planet. Um, she's there to track down the star map, um, mm. which is their way to find um, where Thrawn is and also hopefully Ezra Bridger as well. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, it's still like a bit kind of weird that they, they had the star map on an ancient civilization on where to find Thrawn, but we'll talk about that when we get to our Timey wimey wibbly wobbly. Timey wimey wibbly wobbly is going to happen. Um, oh my God. Yes. But yes. Then she's basically finds the little ball star map thing, which is in reference, the design to that is in reference to treasure planets. Um, because Ooh, in Treasure Planet, okay. if you find the little starball thing, it's the exact like type of shape and grooves uh, and everything like that. So yeah, it's a little little nod to the Treasure Planet animated cool. film. That's kind of like cool. That. Um, yeah, so she <laughs> finds that, finds um, or looks at old murals and stuff like that. And it's very like Indiana Jones esque. Yes, um, it went on for so long. I loved Raiders. it. Yeah, yeah. She was and um, it obviously had the oh, yeah so solving cool. puzzles, and it had the three um, goddesses mm. or three ancient people um which we can talk about yeah. later because that might be the mortis I, gods i was thinking stuff it was like the that. mortis dudes yeah, yeah. whenever there's three um, of yeah, anything it's like oh it's those guys yeah, yeah. it's normally the mortis <laughs> it's usually um, yeah, those of the way that their hands were as well um a lot yeah. of people were like symbolism so um but yes know, so man. she obviously finds the tomb and then she jumps out and then she is greeted by assassination or assassin droids i forget the HK class of what they're called HK, HK droids. That's HK Did you class. Even take notes? <laughs> no, not on those. There was way too many no. things going through my mind. These these droids, right? They show up and then they just um they have a fight for a bit. Then they turn on their self destruct and all of a sudden they can explode like a Death Star sized like blast on this temple. I was like, my god, why didn't the Empire just set just bomb with these? <laughs> like, um, I think they did like multiple places like oh, Mandalore I, and stuff like that. Like, That's what they I used. See more of the suicide robots. Those were, they were insane. <laughs> oh well, God. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of them for this season because that seems to be the main um, droids that we're going to see throughout like that are going to yeah. be attacking Ahsoka and all the oh, all the yeah. characters of Ghost Crew and, and stuff like that. True. Speaking of um, Crew, yeah, so basically Ahsoka, Ghost Crew. <laughs> I was going to say Ahsoka kicks ass, by the way. Um, Rosario oh, Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. I know she has put a lot of training into becoming Ahsoka. She has fit this character so well, um, and they actually oh, fixed up her design a little bit for the t yeah, her yep. own TV show. Longer, her tendrils are a little bit longer. They're not as long as Rebels, which is good. Um, yeah, because yeah, Rebels. Because yeah, obviously moving around and everything like that. But it actually looks like good. And good. another thing as well, if you actually pay attention to her face markings on one of the sides, it's actually off a little bit, and that's actually in correlation to like. Um, the t animated TV shows where, cause it's, it's meant to be a natural pattern. Obviously it would oh, be a little bit off. It's not yeah, symmetrical. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so like one of her patterns on one side, it's just like a little bit off, like the thickness of it. Um, That's really cool. And everything like that. Yeah. Uh, no, she, kicks the, she kills it as a Soka. She kicks she ass. She kills it as a Soka. All the mannerisms and everything. And her the amazing so samurai good. lightsabers. They're cool. Samurai yeah, lightsabers. Yeah. The shorter one and the longer one. Um, so cool. Anyway, yeah, where are we yes. going now? So, and then we are introduced to Hu Yang, or should we say Dr. Hu Yang, because it's voiced Dr. by Hu. the 10th Doctor, David Tennant, um, who's basically, yeah, who is Hu Yang, who is uh, 
old, very old droid who is like tens of thousands of years old because he was the guy that basically trained all the Jedi to make their lightsabers. So at some point during the end of Rebels and this show, somehow Ahsoka found him and he's still chugging along and, you know, he survived Order 66 somehow, which I'm I'm still a bit surprised about. Um, He he was probably not on Coruscant, right? uh, I hope not. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Because he would have been a prized asset. Oh, yeah, true. That's, um, that's, I'm just happy that, that, he's, that he's in it because he is, like, one of the, like, best, like, characters oh, yeah. or best droids in, like, the um, Star Wars, like, universe. And when he was, like, he's introduced really to funny. the Clone Wars shows and everything like that, he's, like, really mm-hmm. great. And it's so good to have David Tennant voicing him again. And, yeah, he's also a mix of live action and CGI in this show as well because when they're on the oh, shuttle, right. it, it's, it's live action um, because you can see, like, it's very puppety movements. And then when he's, like, mm-hmm. walking around with, like, bigger areas and that, uh, it's full CGI. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of normal. Really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Done, they've done that for a lot of their droids um, recently. It looks really good. I yeah, like it. yeah. Um, then who do so we then meet? Then we Barry? go over. Whoa. We meet Hera, who is the new well, a commander for the Republic now, the new Republic She's a general. Yeah, She's a, She's general. a general. General Sindula, um, Obi Wan's wife. <laughs> yes. Um. What's her name again? Mary Elizabeth who? Weinstead. Question, um, yes. <laughs> Yes, you have a question. No, I said good. Uh, good question. I don't know her name, and then you. Oh, good question. So good okay. Job. Good job, Barry. Yeah, we did. The good thing. job. Yeah, and then obviously, um, Ahsoka tells her where the map, what the map is, and where it leads, and it's going to lead to Thrawn. Also, as well, quick Easter egg for that scene: the scene where she shows her the map, and she finds out who Hady and Skull are. Um, well, Balin and Shin, the bad Jedi. That is the exact same room as the battle plan for Return of the Jedi where Luke met up with Leia once again oh. and they went over their Battle of Endor tactics. That's the exact same hey. cruiser and that's the exact same room. Because that's home one. That's the ship that's, that the yeah. other ship was waiting that's for. The ship. Yeah, that's home one. I, yep. I was hoping Admiral one. Akbar would show up, but he no, didn't. No, yeah. So it was like a, it was a general guy. Yeah. I miss Admiral Akbar, man. They killed him off Well, that's the thing because he's still alive. Yeah, exactly. In during like, time, so... Maybe he's he in the background been there. really maybe, small. Maybe he was in on the toilet or something, you know. He, he's got to go to the toilet at once. Right? <laughs> um, so, yes, obviously, then Hera's just like, hey, you should go and see Sabine, who's another ex-Rebels character, um, played by Natasha Lou Bordizzo. And she basically, well, Ahsoka goes to um, Lothel, which is basically Ezra. Ezra's home planet, where we first introduced to him in Rebels, and basically she's like, "Hi, hey, how you doing?" Well, first we introduced to Sabine, who's as badass as ever, and the actress yeah. that is playing her is playing her perfectly so far. Like it's literally yeah. just like one for one. This is the type of like character I would expect sure. coming from animation to her. Um, that's <laughs> her definitely. Well, the rock and roll like theme song while she's on the speeder bike yeah. as well. Like it's cool. That is a cool. Yeah. Cool little, like, um, song they had music for that. Um, so, yeah, basically, Sabine gets the map. They have a discussion. Because it turns out, in between Rebels and now, um, Sabine was, at some point, Ahsoka's Padawan, or trying to be yeah. Ahsoka's Padawan. And, like, training a little her. bit, yeah. Because this is the thing as well, because you haven't watched Rebels, have you? No. Those two characters did not interact, like, whatsoever in, yes. in Rebels. I heard so about this. So this is where I, I'm a I bit heard- like... Okay. To put my hand up. I heard I heard some discourse about 
people were like upset that this happened because they're like, how dare you have this as her, her apprentice? You, you know, you didn't show anything. They never interacted. They never trained. And I'm like, Luke was a Jedi in the third movie and we saw none of how that happened. This is normal yeah, for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah it's normal for Star Wars. Gap. It makes sense. Don't worry, there's gonna be, we're going to be thought. going back to Clone Wars and everything probably this oh, season, God. so. Yeah. Oh, God, there's going to be a lot of stuff. But, yeah, it was just like it was a bit odd because I was just like, okay. Like, I like the idea of it because, obviously, it's playing into the whole Master and Apprentice vibe that's going on for um Well, that will yeah, be going on throughout this entire show. Sure, and she's not Force-sensitive. They make that a point yeah, that, like, yeah, you're yeah. not... For, you're never going to be strong with the Force at all, but we can teach you how to swing a sword. Like, I get... Yeah, sure. Anyone can pick up a lightsaber and use it, it you know? <laughs> It's it's good to have some yep. skill with it, especially being like a Mandalorian. Yes. Oh yeah, so, well yeah. that's the thing because yes, Sabine is ex Mandalorian. She comes from House yeah. Vizsla or like relation to that, and she basically yeah. gave up the dark saber to um, Bo-Katan and um, everything. That was a whole saber. like Rebels arc in her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, obviously we find her. She's there living in the same place that Ezra used to live in on Rebels. She still has a little hologram message from Ezra, uh, who is yeah. played by Iman Esfadi. Um, in the TV sh- show, and basically she's still depressed that he's gone and everything like that. And it's like, hey, guess what? We have a little, we have a little map thing. Can you open it for us? And she's like, sure, but I'm going to take <laughs> it back to my place. And then she gets attacked by the HK oh, assassin no. droids. Oh no! Oh. Um, and then she goes and fights with Ezra's old lightsaber, or yeah, Ezra's lightsaber, and goes <laughs> up against Shin, who has been sent there to um, basically get the map because the Night Sister told him where they would be. And then she got so, Qui-Gon yes. Jinn. She, she got, got Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon Jinn. Jinn. She lived. <laughs> uh, she lived, except for oh. um, Qui-Gon. Why Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon watching live? down from like Force Ghost <laughs> He's heaven. He's like, like God damn it. <laughs> um, um, but yes, thing. it was kind of cool as well when Hati first came to Lothel as well. Those scenes with like the modern story and the probe droid was very much yes. like Darth Maul in um, Phantom so Menace. So cool. I love yeah. those shots. And that's the thing, like the, you can yeah. definitely tell this is like all Dave Filoni because he's just like the biggest Star Wars nerd ever. Well, he's basically George Lucas 3.0 and he's basically oh, yeah. just like, hey, I'm, I'm going to put this little nod in here because how much like lines up with like um, the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy and even like Clone Wars and Rebels, like even scenes and stuff <laughs> like that. It's, just, it's so great to see. It's so great. Tell me about it. It's and so then, yeah, good. Basically. And yeah, Party's character as well is so good. The both of the villains, yes. the villain Dark Jedi, I think that's what they are. We're going to keep calling that until... Yeah. It's, it's, it's now, not, yeah. nothing. Yeah, for now. I don't know. The the kind of Sith, the the bad dudes, <laughs> yeah, those guys. They're the ones that really are good. supposedly bad, the non-Jedi. Let's just call it's, them non-Jedi at the uh, moment. It feels so good to have a good villain in a Star Wars show because we haven't had a good villain oh, since Moff yes. Gideon. No, it's like, no. man. And even they ruined Moth Gideon in season three of Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like you guys made these really cool characters and it's paying off and I really want to see more of this show. So what happens next, Barry? Because it's it's getting good now. It's getting Ooh. good. Well, I, so that's, that's actually the end of... Episode one. Oh. Um, yeah, so basically Sabine has a oh, fight with right, Hati yeah. and she gets stabbed and then it fades to black and then that's the credits roll. So that's episode one, oh. Master and Apprentice. Um, a lot of stuff that went for like a full, almost an hour for a first episode for first yeah. premiere, even though there Love is two that. episodes, which they definitely needed to um, because the first two episodes basically recap like their own little version of yeah. Rebels almost. Um, 
So before we get on to episode two, do you want to give your thoughts and rating on episode Ooh. one? Thoughts and rating. Oops, episode one. Like um as someone who hasn't seen Rebels, I've seen parts of it. I've seen recaps. Yeah, because this is like, what I was just going to ask you about. Parents. Like, what do you yeah. think, like, how it's pacing-wise not actually exactly. being or seeing Rebels? That's the thing. I know of these characters. I know what they do. I know this thing. I know the overall story. But I don't know them to the level that you know them. So coming into this, it was really refreshing to have that kind of introductory, like, episodes to include and this yep. is a long season yep. it's like nine oh yeah maybe even more episodes so it makes sense there's gonna be eight, had the episodes, eight episodes okay well that's still plenty of time that's more than the mcu show oh yeah especially doing. if they're going to be like an hour long <laughs> which i'm sure they will feloni would probably have that writing down to a t but yeah yep. coming into it not knowing rebels it was great having this introduction I like the characters. The actors portraying them seem as like straight out of the cartoon, as far as I can tell. Oh, like yeah. I can't tell the difference. Yep. <laughs> you could have said, "Oh, they're the same person." I would have probably believed you without knowing anything else. But um, yeah, I'm probably going to give this first episode an eight. It was a solid introduction. Yep. The action was really good. The writing was really good. It looks really good. There's absolutely no CGI issues at all. Um, yeah. Just some little things, like, you know, just ever ever so often, like a moment or something will be a little bit off, a little bit funky, some some kind of dumb decisions like rebel officers letting people on their ship and all of this, little silly things, but it is Star Wars. Um, you got to have a little bit of, a little bit of, uh, like, fairy tale elements to it, a little bit of fictional. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna give well, first that's episode the thing. Eight. That's a good score. Yeah. That's a good, good solid score for the first episode. Yeah, um, going into it, um, well, that's the thing. I'm massive Ahsoka fan, absolutely massive. So when they were announcing and everything like that, I was, I was so excited. Got the shirt on. She's in the Jedi. Got my helmet in the back. Going on. Um, but yes, basically seeing like have her own full proper show now is it very incites me. There is, yeah. This first two episodes did have its faults. I did find to be the whole Rebels recap and stuff like that, them pushing that was maybe a bit too much. Um, this is, even though, like, yeah, I've watched it all and stuff like that, um, but I just have a feeling, like, for people that didn't know about it, um, that they might struggle a little bit with, like, the, the names that are mentioned and everything mm. like that still. Because no. even at the moment, people don't know who Thrawn is if they're just like new and coming into the show. If they've just like watched the live action and movies and stuff like that, they're probably just like, who the hell is Thrawn? It's like, let us know who Thrawn is. <laughs> I find thing. out. I, I'm okay with that um, because, you know, yeah, yeah. they're expanding on stuff that they have. You know, if you want to know what happens, oh, yeah, go watch the yeah. other stuff. Go back know? and watch it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> I think that's the whole reason why Dave Filoni did that as well um is because yeah he's just like well we got these characters so i've got a whole like three seasons about these characters go back and watch it and if going back and watch clone wars as well um yeah. but yeah Why no not? a very excitable first episode um it does a lot of things great they're fighting with rosario dawson's ahsoka is absolutely on point um she's like done a lot of training for it and yeah everyone's portrayal so far for this episode anyway is is very well done um especially yeah like ray stevenson's balan skull and um his apprentice and also sabine wren is just absolutely amazing so i'm going to give this first episode a nine out of ten 
Ooh, a um, nine out of ten from yes, Mario. Yes, nine out of ten. Um, and that's maybe just because I absolutely love Ahsoka. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I like Ahsoka um, But too. yes, <laughs> yeah. So we're going on to part two, which is a very good thing they did a continuation, or they released the first two episodes, in my opinion, anyway, um, for the premiere for it. Because, yeah, the first two episodes, they cover a lot. Uh, basically, it's one, one big yeah. movie. Um, so, yeah, Much part two, back to Toil back, yeah. and, yeah, part two, Toil and Trouble. Um, which is a reference to the witches from Macbeth. Um, Exoka yes. and General Harrison Dula travel to the New Republic shipyards on Corellia and make an unexpected discovery. So, yes. Ooh. Now, we'll start from the beginning because this is, you need to start to pay attention to the early credits and the animations and stuff like that because the credits this time around with like the masks and stuff like that fluctuate between red and blue. Oh, oh! I didn't notice that. Yep, yep. Wow. <laughs> there's there's a lot of like little Easter eggs that, that they've already is that hinting at through. something. Is that the fluctuation? Is that hinting? Uh, at we'll get into we'll get into theories in a little bit. We'll talk okay. about episode two, and then I'll talk about theories and stuff like that. Right. Um, so yeah, basically, it opens to Ahsoka um, in the hospital with Sabine because Sabine got stabbed in the final episode, and she's like, "Oh, I'm fine. It's all right. Just just a lightsaber to the gut." Only Qui-Gon Jinn has uh, the only Jedi that to die or only person to die from a lightsaber <laughs> gun stab. I feel no so sorry dies for him. from lightsabers anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but oh. another thing as well, she notices that Sabine is having nightmares and is actually listening to her nightmares. Um, that's what Ahsoka uh -oh. is doing in that first introduction. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Balin, who's on a planet where all little like Stonehenge temple things and they put the the map thing down and he's like this is the place where we find oh they'll go and tell morgan and in the distance and i'm not sure if you paid attention or saw it but when he looks up to the clouds you hear like this rumbling type noise I, in the background i, don't, I didn't know what that was a, there's a pergle up in the sky oh, oh i didn't which see is that. basically oh, the shit. time traveling go, space oh, whales yeah. I yeah, no, very few episodes, people. Um, I did. I didn't watch it like, the first time. I didn't see it, but then, um, yeah, the second time, I was like, "Oh!" <gasps> it's like you can just see like the shadow of it because he looks Ooh. up and you hear the noise, and it, it, it goes past. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many little tiny oh. Easter eggs throughout this entire show. It's it's great. It's driving I me insane that, though. Man. Yeah, love it. Um, so basically, um, <laughs> so yeah, good. Ahsoka goes back to the scene of the battle that Sabine had with um, Haiti or uh, the, the, the Haiti, Haiti, Haiti. I've already forgotten her name. Haiti. Yeah. Shin Haiti. Yeah. Um, and she basically finds another droid there that was just left hanging around and then she decapitates it, then takes it back to Sabine and they get the information. And then that leads them to Corellia, which we all of know Corellia is the, the yeah. home place of Han Solo. That's where Han Solo out of came it from. for a little while, and everyone gets delusions of grandeur and ends up on Corellia. <laughs> it's like exactly. I love seeing Corellia. That was probably my favorite part of the Solo movie was the whole Corellia stuff because it's just a oh, really yeah. cool city planet. It looks like something out of Blade Runner. <laughs> it's just a cool, cool planet. I was glad to see more of it. <laughs> yeah, and, also seeing... and that's the thing because obviously it's been taken over by um 
the New Republic at this point yeah, in time, and it's only been seven of. years since the Imperial lit. Kind <laughs> of. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but yes, we also get introduced for the first time. I was hoping that would introduce you in the first episode, but the most notorious droid Papa. in all of Star Wars who has a committed war mass war cry, a war criminal, <laughs> who has massacred over 40,000 people. He does more uh, We this. get Chopper. <laughs> Did you notice uh, yeah, when um when they're flying up, Chopper wants to drop them onto the city and doesn't care about the casualties? It's like, my God, dude's a menace. Well, that's the thing. He is a menace. He literally, uh, if you go back and watch Rebels and stuff like that, how many times he almost kills the ghost crew and stuff like that? Like he literally chucks a can at Ezra at one point during his training and he falls off a ship and nearly dies. <laughs> and he just doesn't care whatsoever. Um, but oh, the cool I thing about Chopper. Chopper as well, do you know who he's voiced by? Oh, but I noticed it was a voice. It wasn't just beeps. Yes. It was a, like a voicey voice. It who is, is it? voice none other than Dave Filoni himself. Oh. Because he also voiced him in the um, Rebel show as well. That makes sense. <laughs> I didn't that know that. Sense. That's a cool little um, But yes, so yeah, obviously we see Chopper and definitely more in... Ahsoka than I realized in Rebels, but it's been a while since I've watched Rebels. He definitely has like, you can sound like it's a person talking. Like he has that more yeah. attitude, liveness to him, which I really like because it's can, now as the audience, we can understand what he's actually trying to say a bit more. He kind of make groups. out what he says. Yeah. Cause it's like, he'll like shoot them, but he'd be like, Viet them or something, you know, it, and, it, and it comes yeah. across as you can kind of understand it. And it's, re it's really unique for a little astromech droid. And I, it's cool. Oh yeah. Like he it. is probably my favorite droid in all of Star Wars, mainly because oh, he's probably R2, a walker in middle and likes to go kill people. R2-D2 is just a classic. He's a classic. Yeah, it's hard to but beat. But just with attitude, original. attitude is just chopper. He's just fucking great. He's like, I will kill everyone in this room if I don't get what I want. <laughs> like R2-D2 if you like destroyed the Geneva Conventions or something. Exactly. R2-D2, oh, no. It's, um, oh, it's then great. what happens? But, Barry, what happens on Corellia? Then what happens? They find out that there's still people helping the Empire. Well, Morgan's oh. um, people anyway. And they're like, for the Empire, and they try to attack Ahsoka and Hera, and um, obviously a ship with a hyperdrive that Morgan's building, a, a massive, absolutely massive the ship called the Eye, ring, yeah. of, um, the Eye of Scion. Eye of Scion. Um, to go and yes. find Thema Bobby. Um, and yeah, basically, they, they still find out, Thrawn, um, they find out that there's still Empire loyalists um, yeah, well, working under the new, the new Republic. And they kind of showed this in Mandalorian season three um, yeah. a bit that there is like the new Republic isn't doing a very good job of like keeping everything together. And there's still a lot of people that prefer the empire more and stuff like that. Well, if you th at the and start of the yeah. sequel trilogy, the, there is no new Republic. It's all this like the no. most incompetent people. It's like the empire was doing a better job than you were. My God, what the fuck happened in between yeah, the movies? Yeah. And now we're seeing it. Exactly. They're all idiots. The good guys are yes. so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And that's why oh, it yeah. always takes like the, the Jedi or something to join in and be like, all right, I'll save the day again. Um, yeah. But basically during that whole kerfuffle, Ahsoka jumps out. They're trying to get the ship that has the space Marine. Cause save they're trying the to find again. out where, where it's, where it's going. And she comes across none other than um, another bad guy character, um, potentially called Moroc, who is the other Rock. bad 
Jedi yeah. guy who is has the Inquisitor lightsaber. He's got the fancy very, turning around one. Very mysterious um, character. Very mysterious I, indeed. A lot of, a lot of thoughts. And there is about a very him. big reason, yeah, why at a the moment. Um, we'll get into our theories just after we talk about this episode about his character because yes. it's a very big part of that. Um, but yeah, basically they have a little little battle against one another, which was really cool to see. Um, I feel like that was one of the best lightsaber battles we've seen. Um, yeah, it was in, really cool. in a long time, <laughs> um, which yes. was really cool. A very long time, um, and yeah, just like even the way when he threw his lightsaber and started running to the ship, and then he just like bring she it just back, steps and she just and steps aside. And while wow. all that's happening, she's fighting him and everything like that. Um, Hella, Hella, <laughs> Hera, and um, what? Chopper. Oh. Yeah, yeah, uh, off in um, their ship, going up <laughs> the ship. They're putting yeah. the transcode. Chopper's like trying to find his tracker thing. And he's like, did you go through my stuff? <laughs> and blaming her for everything like oh, that. Yeah. And just absolutely being the most sassiest robot ever. And it is great. Um, finally, they so put the tracking device on, on the on the sp- space shuttle. And um, yep. so they can find where the space shuttle is going. Because um, since they lost the map and everything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. that's basically... Um, just the main part at. of episode two that we're sitting at. Oh. Um, also, during all that, when um, I got to say when that planet that Balin and was on when he saw the Purgle, and when they find the big star map, and where we see where um, Thrawn is and everything like that, or the place mm-hmm. that he might have gone to. Um, another galaxy. Obviously, that's another galaxy. That's a whole big thing. Oh. This is the first time ever yes. in Star Wars they've mentioned other galaxies because it's always been. A long time ago in a galaxy in a galaxy. A galaxy far away. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. other galaxies now. Um, and obviously all yeah. the symbols on that, what we saw is all the you know what that means. world stuff. And also we Vaughan. find out in <laughs> that scene, um, or in the first episode, or more about that what's her name? Morgan is a night sister. Um, she's one of the yeah, very few remaining magic. night sisters to live. And she uses her magic and everything like that to do it. And it's really cool with um, the animation of when they do the star systems and when the whole thing's moving on one particular scene, one very like three, I think, or maybe a two second scene of that, when it goes up like that, it actually sounds like gears moving of like an old ship, um, like rotating almost. Okay. Um, if you go back and watch it, it's like when they're like trying to align everything up and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it sounds like actual like gears moving, but it's a hologram. It's, like, it's oh. a, such a good, like, little, like, reference nod thing. Um, yeah. Like, this, it just sounded really, really cool. Um, and then, obviously, all during this as well, at the end of it, Sabine's just like, hey, I'm ready to be trained as a pad one again. And Ahsoka's like, okay, let's, let's go and kick some ass. Okay. Yeah, that's where we're at now. Okay. And that's where we're oh. at now. Sure. Yeah, so that's, that's episode two. Cool. Oh, let's boy. Up should, I, cool. should I give episode yeah, two thoughts? a rating? Oh, yes, episode two. It felt very much a lot like the first one. Watched them back to back. It felt like it was one big yeah. episode. There's a lot more yep. of consistently good stuff. So I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 as well. It's good. An There's, again, some little flaws 10. with it. But if the whole show is an 8 out of 10 and maintains this consistency, then I couldn't have asked for anything more. Like, this, oh, is, yeah. just, this is really good. I've been missing this. After Mando Season 3 being the most awful thing I've ever seen, and before that, apart from Andor, Boba Fett, and Kenobi, it's like, this oh, yeah. is good. Andor's this is what we need. 
-hmm. It's sticking mm -hmm. true to the 50% of Star Wars is good and 50% of it sucks. So <laughs> this is in the good part. And I'm very happy yes. that it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. No, this show is definitely, it started off very strong. Um, I and don't I think, think it's like, going to get is, any worse. I think it's yeah. going to get better. Well, anything. I hope it gets better. Obviously, with a lot of Disney shows and everything like that, it does mm. start to go downhill. That is the, that is their passion. Secret Invasion. I feel like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> since Dave Filoni is the um, writer throughout the entire show, he's basically the showrunner for it all. Not directing every episode, though. I thought he was, no. but no. Doing um, two Steve, of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, he's the overall writer for it. He's basically George Lucas 2.0. He understands how Star Wars works, and he also knows how to add on top of it as well. And it's going to be like interesting to see what's going to like hit and miss with this show um, and everything like that and what he wants to do and everything for it. But I also forgot to mention as well, in the final scene of Episode 2, where, they, where we see the Eye of Sion, which is the, best, the big hyper ring thing, the hologram that Morgan uses is potentially like magic type stuff because it's not hologram stuff when like Balin and oh, Morocco, yeah, you know, think when they're talking it's green. to her. Um, yeah, it's like green misty stuff. Um, Night Sister Magic, man. Like Night Sister Magic. Oh, um, well, we she Night magic. Sister Magic. Mm. Yeah. Magic so that was, that was pretty cool. And we also find out in that exact same scene that Balin has the um, gift of foresight. Which very yeah. few Jedi actually have, um, but he knows obviously Ahsoka is coming to get them, and um, doesn't actually want to kill Ahsoka. That was his final wings. No. He was like, yeah, because he's still very much like in between, and this is where we can get into our theories and everything like that. But um, yeah, so basically, my final thoughts on episode two, I'm going to give it an eight point five. Like I said, it's definitely still a continuation of the first episode, and they very much needed to release. Um, these first two together, I feel like, because now yeah. the like final scene of Sabine and Ahsoka, where she's like touching the mural and stuff like that, where mm -hmm. Ahsoka like picks her up, that is basically the end scene of Rebels. That's how Rebels finished. So yeah. I would say like this is kind of where Dave Filoni wanted to line up everything, and this is where from now on the series is going new to stuff, actually yeah. start. Like, all, all the new stuff and everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and this is definitely where we continue from the story of Rebels and everything, all the all the, all the the cool new stuff. Um, but yes, I am very much looking forward to episode 3 this week. Um, it's going to be interesting what, what's going to happen in it and everything like that. So yeah, 8.5 on episode 2. Cool. So, now, we've oh. still got a few minutes to spare. Still got, still got a few minutes to spare. It's all right. Uh oh theory Maybe time. Maybe a bit longer on your side. Yeah, we're going to theory time now. Or just mm. discussion of it all and everything like that. Because that's the thing. There is a lot of stuff going on in the Soka. There is potentially going to be timey-wimey, wibbly-wabbly stuff oh, potentially man. happening in it this makes show. makes sense why David uh, Because this is the now. first time. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the first time they're going to introduce a new galaxy. We're going to... Oh, hopefully, see a new galaxy in Star Wars. Because <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Everything like that we, we know, all the lore and everything that they've made has just been in this one single galaxy. But now Dave Lodi's is like, nope, I'm going that's, to a new place. We're going beyond. Dave <laughs> drawing from Legends. Because in Legends, they've yeah. gone to some different galaxies a couple of times. Uh, some of the yep, yep. most famous enemies in Star Wars Legends, like the Yuzan yep. Vong, like that yes they're not from that galaxy they're from another no. galaxy 
So nope, we nope. could we've got the potential to see some stuff we've never ever seen. And we're already seeing stuff oh, we've never seen. Oh yes. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. what Clone um, Wars because, and Rebels did oh, expanding with all of the legend expanded, stuff. Yeah. Showing yep. us so many unique things that the movies don't, and it's this is continuing that trend and i I love it. <laughs> well that's the thing, yeah, because um obviously Dave Filoni has said many times that he absolutely loved all the legend stuff that everything that came out about that. So much so that everything he's done so far, he's been trying to add in those elements to Star Wars. Or like Thrawn, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. Thrawn was a massive part of the legends and he's like, I'm adding him in because he's that goddamn cool. He's gonna be like one of the main villains. Um and I know he's trying to do a lot more t- kind of cool stuff, which is good. Like I wanna see this type of stuff. I don't wanna just be centered around good, the yeah. same old things like again and again for Star Wars. Uh, like the the no. rebels and the empire and stuff like that. Like I want to see more. Like they can do so much more. Um, but yes, another th- well stuff that I noticed throughout the show, the actual end credits scenes for Ahsoka actually shows the pathway to Peridia, which is where Thrawn potentially is. It actually shows the star map and everything oh, like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, the one yeah. that it all lines up to at the end. Actually, when some person online, um, like decoded it and it actually says Peridia. Oh, wow. Um, so that's a, a pretty cool reference they've already put into the end credits, which which is cool. Um, but obviously as well, the two introduced characters um, was Balan Skull and Shin Hati into the show. And obviously they're kind of in between Jedi and Sith. They're not oh, quite there. Um, they have orange lightsabers. And this is yeah. coming from Dave Filoni himself has basically said the reason why we made them orange because he wants them to be very distinct being like, Hey, they're not Jedi, but they're not also Sith. Um, they're, they're like in between. So in between. Jedi. And also it's kind of cool as well that skull and Hati also represent the two yeah, um, Greek the wolves. wolves, uh, Norse wolves Norse, as well, Norse because wolves. Dave Filoni loves Based wolves. There's always wolves and rebels. No, that's Case really cool. Yes, Ellen Hardy. And also Case as well, talking about wolves um, and the Uh-oh. very mysterious character throughout the show who we don't know who it is yet and stuff like that. Is he an Inquisitor? We don't know. Is Maroc. Now, this has been a very big online discussion since these two episodes came out. Yeah, man. Exactly. Who is Maroc? Um, I have seen so many theories, man. I so got that many. Can I, can I share some of the ones that I, I enjoyed Go for the most? it, buddy. Go for it. So... This is one that I found really, um, really interesting and could be really cool, but I also don't want it to be a true. Uh, Disney Plus put out an Instagram post saying, just showcasing the droids of the show. And included mm-hmm. in that post was Merrick. It was like Chopper, it was Hoi Yang, and then it was Merrick. And people were like, oh. is he a robot? That's weird. Why are you including that so. character with the droids? And I think that was just a little bait and switch to get people to do some theory stuff because he's, he can't be a droid. He's using the force and throwing things. I, yeah, he uses the force. The robots I, can't use force. <laughs> I, I hope not. If Chopper gets the force, we're screwed. Oh, no. <laughs> the entire universe just uh, implodes. <laughs> yeah. So there was that one. And then there's the theory that it's Barris Offy. And that I, I'm like, no, I don't want that to be no, true either. No, because it's obviously a dude. Um, yeah, because obviously, yeah, the, so the actual, like, s- the stunt actor is, yeah, like yes. a 6'1", um, guy. But there is other, two other theories that I've seen as well Ooh. for this. Yeah, one of too. them being, um, that it is potentially one of the greatest voice actors for Star Wars who voiced more is Sam Witwer. It could potentially oh, be him from okay. Starkiller. 
because basically, yeah, because for the longest time, because he has said that he has done stuff for Ahsoka, uh, and for the longest time, Dave Filoni has wanted to reintroduce um, the Starkiller-type character to Mm. um, Star Wars, since it got canned, because he's actually loved for the game. And also as well, he is actually listed as additional voices for not part one, but part two of Ahsoka, because in part two, when the fight happens between Merrick and Ahsoka, you actually hear him grunting and making noises. And because of that, they had to put potentially Sam Witwer, um, (laughs) that's the voice for the character. If it's Starkiller, they're going to have to do so much. We need a Starkiller show. Um, There's going to there has to be a Starkiller prequel. If that's well, this the is case. the thing because like, um, <laughs> yeah, um, he obviously probably won't be as well, definitely not as powerful as Starkiller was. No, in they the, could definitely the tone him down. Like that. That's for but sure. Another but, thing yeah. a lot of people have been theorizing about is well, the reason why he is Sam Witwer and they're still trying to introduce the Star character is that he Darth could be a secret apprentice that vader actually had um and this would be in complete correlation because obviously ahsoka was the apprentice from anakin and then you have the apprentice of darth vader it's true they did do that with ahsoka Um, yeah and he has like the inquisitor blade and everything like that so you know he he could be somewhere another theory that i've always also seen is that a lot of people saying that it could be potentially ezra bridger himself no, why would they have Ezra if they're trying to because find where Thrawn is? That doesn't make any sense. It right? comes in his name. Morok actually stand well actually like whatever language it comes from actually means wolf. And a person that has complete correlation with mm. wolves in Rebels is Ezra himself. And Ezra many times know. through the Rebels TV show actually almost went to the dark side and actually did go to the dark side at one point because he opened a Sith Holocron. And a lot of people are potentially saying that he came back no. between the worlds of worlds because they're going to introduce that because no. he's a force user. That's, and that, that's then stupid. I don't want that one. Morgan <laughs> used uses her Magic. like yeah. voodoo witch powers to make him evil. Oh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I don't want that to be true, Barry. If that's true, I'm... <laughs> I, ho- I hope it's not. I really I hope it's it Sam Witwer. Like I, I, I really want Darth it to be Maul. Sam Witwer. <laughs> I want it to be Darth Maul, and he's back again. He's back again. <laughs> He never dies. Well, that's the thing, because since Morgan Elsbeth is um, a night sister and they're known to bringing back the souls of the dead, she could bring Ghost back more because Maul. he is in where well, he comes from Dathomir. That's that's like the, where he's from. Yeah, the night sisters cool. brought him back the first time around. So, you know, cool. it, it, would was, funny, it, was, it would be funny, though. It would be funny. If it was like Savage or something, that would be sick. Even though that would be interesting. Like, it would be cool, but I also that like be keeping characters dead if a character dies i like keeping them dead with darth maul being the one exception that one time because that was cool yeah but yeah, yeah no i hope it's star killer or a clone of star killer because in the second force Unleashed yeah game, it was clones after clones the whole thing was him trying to figure it out so yeah. they could definitely do just the star killer story but he's not as powerful oh, yeah. he's not ripping well, that's i really hope it, yeah i really hope it's like sam Whitwer again he's like being a secret apprentice because also as well a lot of people like saying that his helmet design is very similar to star killer's like darth jedi yes. design yeah, yeah, yeah. one that he had um in the in the video games is. yeah i've played the um, so yeah that, that's a whole novelizations of the force unleashed games like i've read them I that's right so that's good. right yeah. <laughs> Um, and also throughout the show as well we do see that sabine has these Mm. types of nightmares these um 
things, even though she's not force sensitive and her everything mother like that. Is another, by Tuscan. Yeah, it's another scary. person that we know that had um, dreams and everything was Anakin and eventually turned to the dark side. And so another thing at the moment is Sabine potentially going to turn bad uh, because it, yeah. this, go this goes back to the credits. This is why mm. I keep saying you have to keep an eye on the credits and I'm waiting for episode three to see if they vary up again. Really wobbly. Because since this one in interchanged, because it interchanged how it did. On Vader's helmet when it came up, it was obviously red. When it came onto C-3PO's helmet, it was blue. When it came yeah. onto Morok's helmet, it was blue. When it came onto Sabine's helmet, it was red. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know I don't if know, they're like man. putting I... weird secret Easter eggs in their lighting because it's kind of weird that they went all red the first episode and then they're like, we're changing yeah. it up a little bit in the second episode. So if they change it up again in the third episode, you know something's like happening. They're, they're doing stuff on yeah. purpose. I don't know. That um, feels and, like a weird yeah. reach, but I don't know. That's the thing. Is any of these theories could be true, and it wouldn't put me past because Dave Filoni's a madman. Dave Filoni's <laughs> he's a madman. Um, oh. Another character that we also have not seen yet in the show is um, Mr. Zeb. Krabs. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs is there too. <laughs> yeah, no, Money. I want to see Zeb because we saw Zeb in Mando season three. Yes, yes. So I really show. hope he makes an appearance in this. Don't he has to, at least. Like, get everyone. Yeah. Um, and also as well, Hera Syndulla's son, Jason, that she had with um, Kanan. Yeah, very weird-looking um, kid. Yeah. I think, because no, that's the is. thing, they've made, they've, they've made a Lego set with the kid. Yeah, that's right. So for the show, so they're going to have to listen. They've made the kid. Have he looks normal. He doesn't, he doesn't have, have green, green hair. hair. He's not weird <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's, he's oh, just like a normal, normal guy. <laughs> Good. It also kind of doesn't make sense because it's like his mother's an alien. He should be kind of this weird, messed up monstrosity. <laughs> Genetics. Oh, well. He definitely um, looks like his dad. <laughs> face magic. It's called we don't face want to put prosthetics in. So, yeah, and basically, obviously, they are trying to potentially set up the worlds in between worlds, which was the time travel. Was time travel. Time travel <sighs> stuff because how many times they keep saying when oh um, Thrawn is, not where. They keep saying when oh, he is. Oh, they do? And so, yeah. I didn't notice that. Well, what's her name? Um, Morgan um, says uh, it like multiple times. She's talking about Thrawn. Yeah. She's just like, it's a weirdo, um, though. when he is. Um, because, yeah, obviously, oh. like, going to another galaxy, time dislation, you know, interstellar bullshit stuff. He's going back in time to save Darth Maul. That's what it is. What's going to happen? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Uh, and, Guinness? yeah, so obviously that... that can I see Alec Guinness? Wow. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, so far the first two episodes of this show have been absolutely amazing. Like, it was a good start to everything. There is so much going on. Yeah. I really want them just to release the entire show uh, for it. And the music as well is simply phenomenal. Oh, um, it's all based upon Japanese theme yeah. music. Yes, we can, if you want. Music for, for the it. Disney Plus Star Wars shows is always great. Even if the show's absolutely terrible, the theme is going to be awesome. The Ahsoka theme's great. Like, even the Mando theme is so good. Ludwig Goranson kills yeah, those. Yeah. The Boba Fett theme is awesome. Even the Kenobi theme that I don't remember as much was cool. It's yep. like... The music in Star Wars is never bad. There is not one bad song or musical moment in the entirety of Star Wars, and I'm so oh, no. glad that it's continuing and changing and it's still just as good. <laughs> that's oh, my yeah. music. Well, that's the thing, because the out same moment. guy that did the music for this, Kevin Keener, is the same guy that does mm. the music for Clone Wars, Rebels, Skeleton Crew, um, and also oh, um, makes, Bad Batch. Yeah, so that makes sense because all of those are great. The Bad Batch theme in particular, I love. That's one yeah. of my favorites of last year's. 
So good. Oh, um, so yeah, he's the same, he's the same guy that did it, but it's all, yeah, he said it's all Japanese based music for, um, Ahsoka. Yeah. That was like, the well, she's kind overall. of the samurai yeah. type, the wandering Ronin. Well, yeah, that, the that's the whole swords. point of her character. Yeah. So, At least um, now. and yeah, so, so that's cool. basically our talk about Ahsoka, um, yeah, part one and part two, Ahsoka. and I really want part three, part four, part five, and part six all to come out <laughs> and part eight, eight and well, part yeah. nine. Seven, eight, yeah, and more. seven and eight, and more. Three, seven seasons right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um, oh, but God. yeah, it's it's just absolutely like it's an amazing glow up, like from oh, what yeah. we had from Mandalorian season three. Um, obviously, like Andor is still phenomenal and definitely coming so like, good into this. Like, um, it's so it's so well done. Like, literally, if someone's like new getting into like um. TV shows now or all the Star Wars stuff, I would literally just say to them, just watch the first two seasons of Mandalorian yes. and then go straight into this. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know. You don't need anything else from the other shows. Like, no, yep. nothing important happens. <laughs> yep. Oh, so good. So, so yeah. good. All right. No, well, I'm really, I'm really looking we, forward to it. So, should we call it there, Mr. Barry? <laughs> we should call it there for today. Uh, so that is it again everyone thanks for joining thanks for listening today follow us on all the things we're over at youtube too because we have the director's cut as well which is soon to be followed this should go and follow it as well subscribe on youtube as well to go and see all that and we will see you in the next podcast goodbye goodbye everybody